The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. For Eric Bieniemy to have a bunch of success with Andy Reid on one side of him and Patrick Mahomes on the other, listen, when you get here and you're the guy in charge, there's no guarantee it's going to translate. No, there's not. I'm with you, though. I think he can. I, I think it could work. I, I think so, and I, I believe so. That's not going to make it true. No. But he would be my choice. But you know what? I, unlike a lot of people, if they brought in a really good defensive-minded guy, well, like Matt Rule did hiring Joe Brady, if they do something like that, that wouldn't bother me at all. Ohio State-Michigan canceled. Told you. Well, I'll go back to what I said yesterday. It'd be really awesome if Ohio State and Texas A&M would get together and say, hey, let's play this game. You bet. Especially if Ohio State's not going to get enough to get into the Big Ten Championship. Well, if they're unbeaten with a win over Aggie, that solidifies their number four, I think. And I think the college football playoffs are more important than the Big Ten. And if Aggie were to somehow win that game, then guess what? That's the only way I think they're getting in. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page, find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates 975. Could text the show, you know the number for that. You missed the first two hours? Well, you missed a lot of good stuff. Pretty sportsy today. And then we just dropped a little... You know, ancient astronaut theory on you in, in the gym of the day, but otherwise pretty sportsy today. So uh, all available on podcastarena.com. You know all the ways that you can get in touch with the show and just have some fun here in the third hour. Um, I think something happened today we didn't talk about, but I think it's pretty smart for Cincinnati and Tulsa to cancel their game today. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to play this weekend. They were going to play next weekend anyway in the AAC championship, no right. matter what. Right. So don't play any pointless games at this point. Like if you, yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't help Cincinnati's case to beat no. Tulsa twice, and then and that's hard to do back to back. So that's that's actually a very smart thing. So, yeah, that cost UH their game on the nineteenth against Tulsa yep. because Tulsa qualified for the the championship game. So I haven't haven't seen anything lately on on whether or not they've got another game for UH yet on the 19th. But, you know, they had looked at maybe Baylor, maybe SM, uh, SMU, maybe Rice, which would be, you know, I, I, I'd really like to see him play Rice or, or Baylor just because you never get to play those teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do get to play Rice, but it's been a while, and it'd be kind of cool. Uh, so, what do you think about the over 45 tonight in the Ravens game? I, I don't have an opinion on the total. If you stuck a gun to my head, I'd bet the under. Yeah. Probably so, you know. But God, yeah. So my the and, last cut from my uh, college basketball card today was Miami and Purdue. Yeah. Uh, Miami opened up at minus one, and I was like, eh, I'll wait. And then this morning I woke up and they Miami it was Miami plus three. But I was like, well, something had to happen. Well, in Miami wasn't play, they they were without Chris Likes today, their best player. And I was like, well, I, I just can't do it. I can't take them without their best player. So Purdue was up 18 at halftime, 
I was like, oh, good call, AJ. Good say. And they 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 came back and won. <laughs> really? So Indiana's twelfth in this thing. They've got USC up to fifteenth. AJ, A respect. Coastal. Jump, what they it, jump five or eight? <laughs> something like that. Coastal is thirteenth. It's about where I thought they'd be. So where'd BYU a, drop to? Uh, I missed that because we thirty-one. Were, I, I bet you they're like, well, I, I can find it. I, I bet you they're uh, like 19 or 20. Miami. Miami's number still 10. number 10. Man, I, I don't wonder what they've got to do. I don't think they have a pass. I don't think they do either because they don't, they're not going to be able to play in the ACC championship game. But that's, that's tough. That, you know what? I, I made fun of Miami early in the season, but I, I think they're actually pretty decent. Okay. Uh, BYU fell to 18th. So okay. Missouri 25, Tulsa 24, NC State. 23, Okie Light, 22, Colorado, 21, Texas, 20, Louisiana, 19, BYU, 18, North Carolina, 17, Iowa, 16. Uh, so now we're down to 10 and 9. It's Miami, 10, Georgia, 9. See, because how are they going to jump Georgia? Yeah. Because Georgia doesn't, is not going to play anybody else. Cincinnati, number 8. No, Georgia plays Mizzou this weekend. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're about? beating Mizzou, I think. <laughs> they better. But no, I mean, they're, they're not going to have to play a championship game. So much like Miami, I don't, I don't think you get by Georgia. Yeah, so looking at Miami's schedule, their only loss is at Clemson, and they're like they're getting no love now. They don't have a great win either, right? And I mean, and they did get pretty much destroyed by Clemson, yeah. but Aggie got pretty much destroyed by Alabama. So why is it any different? Because I like Aggie better than I like Miami. Okay, so um, yeah, I think uh, basically not much changing this week, so. And uh, on on the Twitch, uh, Steel Curtain 2 just got here a few weeks ago and found the show. Welcome. We've been here for a while. And uh, Oh, he's he's pissed off about uh, Steelers. <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, he lost to the football team. Yeah. It's no Ooh, big deal. Iowa State moves up to seven. Well, yeah, they had, somebody had to move up. Uh, they, they, don't, they didn't have to jump Cincinnati. No reason for them. Well, Cincinnati didn't play, but still. Uh, I don't. I don't hate it. Iowa State's pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, I I, I don't think it matters. None of these seven, eight, nine, ten, tens are getting in. I don't think. No, it would take it. It would take multiple miracles for any of them to go. Yeah, which ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I guess it's too late now. I was gonna say, what happens if? I mean, this is basically an impossible scenario. But what would have happened if Clemson would have lost? another game I, I guess they've just got the ACC championship left now yeah they if they lose to Notre Dame they probably fall out because if they would have lost one more game Miami would have then been in the ACC championship game but didn't happen so I guess it right. doesn't matter right yeah teams like Clemson shouldn't play another game like a lot of these teams are out looking for extra games like well, you- yeah, Clemson's got enough they they just they just need to beat Notre Dame yep and you know if they wound up canceling that game for the Rona it might be the smartest thing because I guarantee you get them both in. they both get in the playoff yep I think you're right so if I'm the ACC commissioner uh, I'm sending Borat with the uh, with the Rona to cough on everybody spoiler alert if you haven't seen the, <laughs> the, the movie but uh, it'd be I it, you have uh all of a sudden, it's like uh, Clemson has, you know, they're, they're at a press conference. They send Dabo out. They send uh, Trevor Lawrence out, Travis Etienne. A lot of and coughing. Then, 
And then suddenly Rudy Gobert comes out and just starts touching yeah. the microphones yeah. and, and licking it. And then next thing you know, oh, Clemson's like, oh, everybody's got the Roni. We're out. No, uh, Tom Hanks comes out and licks everybody. <laughs> Let's talk to Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, how's it going, guys? Going sports. Uh, first time caller. Um, appreciate you guys' show. Thank you. Um, so y'all are pretty uh, big against Aiden's chances not making them, but uh, if Notre Dame wins, that's Clemson a two-loss team, Ohio State. I, I'm all for A&M, Ohio State playing this weekend. But um, if that doesn't happen, Ohio State should be out. They can't play a play-in game to the Big Ten uh, championship. So why is that not the second scenario of Monster Notre Dame wins? Like, why is y'all going to talk down on their chances making well, it in? Here's the deal with Ohio State. The only thing that's keeping them from going to the Big Ten championship is their own made-up rule. The same made-up rules, by the way, that said the Big Ten's not having a season this year. Right. And then they started watching teams playing. They're like, oh, we're going to play now. So they can change that rule whenever they want. Oh, the Big Ten can come out tomorrow and say, Ohio State, Indiana, play. And now, now they've got a Big Ten championship game. And the committee will go, well, looks pretty good to me. Uh, I, I just think the path for Alabama, or I mean for A&M is tough, uh, given that they got blown out by Alabama and really – unless there's a two-loss team, unless Notre Dame beats Clemson, and even if Notre Dame does beat Clemson, now you're putting A&M into a spot where they would play Alabama again in the playoff. And I don't, th- I don't think there's a lot of team or a lot of people who are looking to see that. Yeah, and, dude, this isn't anti-Aggie talking down no. Aggie. I mean, this is just, realistically, this is what's going to have to happen for you to get in. And it's, I mean, I think your, your best hope is Notre Dame beating Clemson again. For sure. And But even then, it's not a guarantee. Well, no, because you need Florida to not beat Alabama. Yep. And I think the... Well, Ohio- and then also, then after that, they decide, well, do we want a team who didn't even make the SEC title game to get in over, you know, Cincinnati or uh, any of these... I mean, I don't know who else. I, I don't know where else they... I, I think Cincinnati will be in the conversation, but I, I think the thing that got them this high up is also going to be the thing that keeps them from getting in is because usually Cincinnati, like Houston, uh, they play high-profile Power 5 teams, yeah. and they're not going to have that win that you can look at and say, you know, that's why I admire what BYU and Coastal did, even though BYU didn't win. I mean, they, they tried to go get a, a better win on their schedule so that they could get into that conversation. Well, here's another question. Let's say Iowa State's got two losses, but let's say Iowa State with two losses, they beat Oklahoma again? They're not getting in over A and M. No, no. I mean, you you talk about brand names. Iowa State is about as far it's not from a, a brand, brand name. name. No, That's why Baylor's never able to get in that thing. But I wonder why. Why else would they bump them up in the ratings like that? Yeah, I, I think they're overvaluing the Big Twelve for one thing. And what conference isn't overvalued? I, I don't think there's any dominant conference. No, this, year. Uh, well, this isn't like the past where the SEC is like worlds ahead of everybody. I don't even know. I don't know what the best football conference no, is. I, this year. I think I, I think the the ACC has two of the three best teams. Yeah. Um, and, and Miami's pretty, I mean, to me, that's, you should have Miami ahead of Iowa state. If, if, if you believe that, you know, well, of course they didn't play Notre Dame, but, uh, but do you think the ACC is a good football conference top to bottom? I don't know that anybody's a really good conference this year, but I mean, that's again, what are we judging? We're judging the top two or three teams or are we trying to judge the whole conference? Because after Miami, you probably get to North Carolina. North Carolina's pretty good. North Carolina state. Yeah, pretty good. 
but they've also got Syracuse, Duke, right. Florida, uh, Florida State, Louisville, Georgia Tech, Virginia. They've got a bunch of trash can teams. I don't know. Wake Forest. I don't know who's good. I, 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 I do know the SEC. But the SEC's got some garbage. The SEC and the Big Ten, which are normally the de facto best conferences, neither one of them is all that great this year. Well, I, you know what? I don't know that it's they're not great. I think we're not getting to see we're not we didn't get to see the the early matchups where Alabama played somebody good right. or the Big 10 teams played somebody good because but, they're only in conference. So the sample size is so small. They're only playing each other and like we're watching these Big 12 teams and they're all beating each other and it's like, yeah, they're not any good. But like the teams that are historically the teams that buoy a conference, like Auburn being bad is not great for the SEC. And well, L- LSU, LSU, LSU or Auburn has to be good every yeah. year. Basically, uh, it, Tennessee was expected to be good. They're not. <laughs> They're no. the opposite of good. And, and, and like Georgia's supposed to be good. And I, I'm not. I don't know how good they are. Yeah, I, and I think Florida's got a great offense. And the Big Ten, Michigan's awful. Yeah, uh, Penn, Penn State, State awful. Like <laughs> you know what? So it, it, hell, even Wisconsin. Like the ne- the next best team in the Big Ten literally might be Indiana. You can't tell me the Big Ten's a football power right now. Michigan State's in the dumps. Like, it's just a it's a weird it's a weird season where there's not really a conference that's got like six or seven legit teams. Like they're like the, the SEC is normally seven eight teams deep. Where you're like that's still a good team. Like they they just don't exist this year. All and, right, and it's not just the SEC. It's every conference is that way. All right, why don't you uh, tell the people about TGS? All right, I'll tell them, TGS Insurance, you're looking for a way to save yourself some money. If you are a homeowner, there's a simple way to do it. You text the word money to 232323. They'll reply back and say, hey, what's your address? You send them that firm insurance quote in 15 seconds or less, just like that. Uh, They've already shopped all the rates in our area. They know what you could be saving. All you got to do is figure it out for yourself. Look Look up your current policy, see what you're paying. Text that word money to 232323 and see if TGS can do you any better. Uh, it really is simple. It's fast. They're going to get you out of your old policy. They'll have they'll, that company or whoever your old company is going to refund you on the rest of your policy. And then you'll get started saving money right away. Guys, I saved over $1,000 annually with this. The average customer saving $900 a month. Why wouldn't you give it a shot? Like I said, very easy to do. Text the word money. To 23, 23, 23. Start saving today on your home insurance with TGS. This is the Blitz, the Blitz. on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And uh, I, I, I asked you about this after the show yesterday because I'm kind of curious what you think about this. It's sort of a sports story. It's sort of a Rona story. It's sort of a, a censorship story. Uh the Vancouver Canucks fired their longtime national anthem singer, Mark Donnelly, after learning he would be singing at a rally organized by coronavirus deniers and anti-mask advocates. Uh, basically, 
the the way he got fired is kind of funny to me. I mean, not that anybody's funny, but uh, shortly after the Vancouver Sun reported he had agreed to perform at an event called the Christmas Freedom Rally in Vancouver, where hundreds planned to gather and protest COVID-19 restrictions, Canucks owner Francesco Aquilini tweeted at the newspaper to request they change their headline to former Canucks anthem singer. Oh, He also wrote, hashtag wear a mask. Uh, and then, so basically they fire this guy because he's going to sing at this rally. Uh, he told the crowd he still decided to sing Saturday because he questions the draconian lockdown protocols. He described his firing from the Canucks as censorship. Uh, he said he hadn't heard directly from the owner or the Canucks. And, uh, he thought a phone call to hear him out would have been a more respectful way to terminate the partnership. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, firing a guy over Twitter because you you disagree with him, that's pretty silly. Um, but, okay, I get that you represent. It's just like if you were to go out and do something that looked bad to Gal Media. Oh, uh, never. Eh, well, not intentionally. <laughs> but like if you were going to, if you were doing one of those uh, mask rallies, or or let's say you were you were doing a, Hell yeah. a, an anti God rally, okay, uh, and the company didn't want you associated with that. I don't think they're going to tweet at the Chronicle, former radio host. No, probably not. David Gal's not going to do that. I think that's safe to say, right? Probably not. But there's going to be a conversation about it. and You're going to hear your side of it, and I I, I think they should have at least done that. On the other hand. If you really have a job as an anthem singer, I think you're pretty lucky. Maybe you should just uh, not risk that. I mean, who hires anthem singers? Now, maybe he's contract, but that's what he's known as, is, is the Canucks guy. Yeah. I, I, I just think that's a crappy way to fire somebody. Um, And I get that they don't want to be associated with that. But it just seems so silly now that we're seeing all these Dumb things happen because of mask rallies and anti-mask rallies. So I don't know. I guess I wouldn't have fired him. I would have called him and talked to him. But I, but in the newspaper, when it does say Vancouver Canucks singer, that does imply that the team supports it. Yeah. And that's what I would have told him ahead of time. And I just said, well, if you're, if you're going to do that, then we can't have you. But. Please, I'm trying to imagine an unruly crowd of angry Canadians rallying for their rights. Most polite mob ever. Um, you know, there is a little bit of a myth about that. Go back and look at the Vancouver riots after they lost to the Bruins in the Stanley Cup. They're not nice people. Yeah. There, there were bad and bad people on both sides. So, all right, 713-780-ESPN if you want to get in. 713-780-3776. And... Uh, yeah, I just I, I was just kind of curious because I it, it just felt weird to me, and of course it was a big topic on the show that I listened to that no longer is worth a damn. It's I got, don't like firing people over uh over like political opinions or personal opinions. Like I I, just, I don't get that. Like there's people who would would tweet me because Josh is uh I don't want to say I don't want to say Josh is a right wing guy. But Josh has right-leaning opinions about a lot of He also of has some things that are left-leaning, but nobody notices those. That's true. <laughs> but he's so vocal about those right-leaning things that people are like, they'll tweet, I can't believe you have this right-wing nut job on the air. You need to fire his ass. 
Well, imagine just firing everybody for their political beliefs. And then what happens when my boss doesn't agree with my political beliefs and he fires my ass for that? It's, it's, you can't do that. Yeah, I, I just think there need to be discussions. You know, you, you need to talk to people. You can't just, I, I don't think you can just uh, whack somebody like that. I, I mean, you can. Obviously, you're well within your rights. Yeah, they do represent your company. It's, it's your choice who you do business with. Yeah. But I don't like I don't like it being like that. And I, I, I think you can have a conversation and let him have his say about things. And if he really is just wanting to protest all the restrictions, I don't really have a problem with that. I mean, it, it, if it's okay for you to protest one thing, it should be okay for somebody you disagree with to protest theirs. I think. Is that how America? Well, it's Canada. So. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's it's very strange. Um. Told Dallas, I don't mind working with people that have the wrong views on things and trying to convince them. Oh, I don't want to do that. No, there's times you try to convince people of of, of your beliefs, and and that's fine. I give my people some, my side of it, but I I like I don't ever go home and say, man, I can't believe I couldn't change so and so's mind about that today. No, I don't really care what anybody else thinks at the end of it. Like that's why everybody gets a vote. Like you vote for stuff that's important to you, I'll vote for stuff that's important to me. It's the way it should be. Yeah. Not always that way, but that's okay. Sometimes it's just, well, that's just dumb. That well, you don't agree. You have not political things. Sometimes you just say dumb things. No, no, just, just saying. That was a dumb thing. It wasn't political thing. <laughs> Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, guys. I uh, called a minute ago about a and um, I don't know if I got cut off. I'm heading home from Temple right now. Um, but with the context, no one wants to see Cincinnati, right? Like, and Alabama played A&M early in the year where the context matters, matters a little bit. So we're obviously a better team. Um, but are also, you? I, I don't know. I don't know if they are. I, I don't know that. And uh, sorry, Chris, you don't get two calls yeah, in one show. I, I don't know that A&M's a better team. And that's like saying, well, A&M played Florida early in the year. Florida's a better team now. Like, that, it, it can't work that way. Like, <laughs> you, played, you played Alabama and Alabama literally took them to pound town pound town if it was a close game if it were a double overtime like that clemson the reason clemson notre dame is still a discussion is there were some outlying factors like the the best player the number one pick in the nfl draft wasn't playing for clemson it was an overtime game there, there's a lot of reasons why it was it's it's looked at as well we'll, we'll see when they play again i don't think anyone is clamoring for a&m bama too well, no, and 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 honestly, I still I still think Cincinnati would be a more interesting choice than A and M, but they're not going to get in over A and M. I still don't think A and M gets in, but if they do, then it's going to have to be because Notre Dame won, and they're going to have to they'll have to manipulate the rankings to where A and M's not playing Alabama again because that's going to be the lowest rated game in. And if it were just about the history. four best teams, like by my power ratings, by like the numbers I use to. I don't know who yours would be. Mine would be Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Florida. Um, I still have Aggie slightly ahead of Florida based okay. on that one game. So, but, I, I, but, but those like, are the two. I still have Florida three points better than Aggie on a neutral. Okay, if they played again today, I don't think that's unfair. All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. ESPN ninety seven five. 
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Rain Man says maybe it's the LSU fan of me, but beat Bama or stop bitching. Yeah. At, at least, it, it, you should, if you just played a competitive game against them, I think we're having a different conversation Agreed. about Ohio State. So, you know, the and that's the thing right now. There's just not enough data points for people to be, you know, I mean, and, and, and look, Robert's making his case as an Aggie, and he's yeah. pulling up all the Aggie points, and that's fair. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, the, the bottom line is still that, your one loss was a was to I think the best team in the country, but you weren't competitive. And if you're talking about getting into a playoff, then that's a big point. Now, and again, I've, and I've said this, I would take Cincinnati over A and M on a neutral field right now, but I also don't. I'm kind of guessing because I don't have a, anything that compares to Florida on Cincinnati's schedule. I'm 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 looking at the eye test. Well, it didn't, have, didn't work with BYU. So. I'd have a And M minus four against Cincinnati on a neutral. And it, the worry about Cincinnati is like I was just talking to Taylor McCarg on Twitter because he was like putting uh, Iowa State ahead of Cincinnati is just wrong. Mm-hmm. But Iowa State's played four teams in that top twenty-five. Right. Cincinnati's played zero teams in that top. They'll 25. get their first one next week. Yeah, and who they, against Tulsa? We don't know if they'll win that game. So the the best team that Cincinnati's beat all year is Central Florida. Like, no, I'll give them. I'm gonna give them a little credit for that though, because Central Florida had some issues early in the season, and they weren't the usual Central Florida. By the time they played Cincinnati, they'd gotten it together. But what I'm saying is, did we not did we not learn a lesson from BYU? Uh, like, just because you're undefeated playing a bunch of scrubby dub teams, it doesn't make you. It just makes you the king of the scrubby dubs. Like, and I'm a, yeah, I, I do yeah, think Cincinnati's I, got some real talent on their team, yeah, so I don't, I, I don't think they're think, on that level. I don't think that's a, a fair comparison in in that. It, I, I do think Cincinnati, the teams they've beaten, while not top 25, certainly top 30, 35 with some of these teams like SMU. Uh, and, you know, I, and you see they have a – they've got defensive guys that are going to go in the draft. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a really well-coached team. But – does it mean they would beat A and M? I don't know. I mean, I know A and M's played better teams, and would Cincinnati do any better against Alabama? Probably not. It would probably be ugly, and that would be your matchup: Alabama versus Cincinnati. And then everybody go like, "Oh well, we're not putting another one of those teams in." I think it'd be the worst thing that could happen. And I don't know if SMU's in that conversation anymore because they got housed by East Carolina. Yeah, that was a bad loss, but they're they're still. I mean. I mean, they they still got what seven wins. I mean, yeah, but we, I mean, we look at all these and it's like, well, who'd you beat? Who's who's SMU's best win? Memphis. Yeah, and Memphis is down a little bit this year. I mean, but. there's there's just it's hard to it's hard to compare league to league. I think, but well, it's harder now than ever. And I think anybody because we didn't have any crossover. No, and I think anybody who's you know trying to sell you on one over the other is is kind of guessing. But I and. When that happens, you're going to default to, to the traditional powers, and that's why Ohio State is where they are, and you know because they haven't lost yet. And yes, they're going to change the rules so that those guys can get in. I, I, I nobody, nobody at the Big Ten is going to say, "Oh, you know what? Let's just leave it like this because we made up this random rule." And you know, we 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 don't want to be in the playoffs. You know, we don't want the Big Ten in the playoffs. I don't think anybody's going to do that. No. And guys, I think the playoffs this year, 
Are they really going to matter? I doubt it. I mean, not just that I think Alabama's going to hose everybody, but it, it's it, it just feels like, you know what, let's just enjoy the games we have. Let's enjoy bowl season a little bit. And, you know, hey, the playoffs will be what they are. At least we have them. But I don't think I can get all, all worked up over them. The uh, only uh, – this was kind of interesting that Kirk Herbstreet got into this uh, – what they call the doomsday scenario, where what if Florida beats Alabama? Then what happens to the top four then? Then the top four becomes, well, who wins the who wins the, uh, the Clemson-Notre Dame? Well, okay, let's assume Clemson wins a close game. Okay. Then, it, then it's, it's two SECs and two ACCs, right? Uh, no. Well, Ohio State probably gets in over Notre Dame at that point. Uh, boy, I don't know. I don't know if they do that. I don't. I don't either. But I. I mean, if if if, if assuming Ohio because State because plays, Notre Dame will have a, a better win than anything that Ohio State has on its schedule. Yeah. And well, the, assuming Ohio State gets to play some sort of makeshift right. Big Ten championship game, which I, I I assume they would have to do if that were the case, uh, and they beat Indiana or Wisconsin, whoever. I I don't know. I, I think they'd say, yeah, we'll take them. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I think it's going to be hard to kick Notre Dame out of there. I just I unless they get blown out by Clemson, then I think it might happen. But I I think they want Notre Dame in there. Hey, they love them some Notre Dame. Yeah. But maybe more so but they love Ohio State too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they love them as much. I think we'll find out. But I, I, I mean I almost think Notre Dame's in no matter what. it just depends on something I mean, if they get totally destroyed in that game and, and book gets hurt or something like that and isn't going to be able to play. I think they, I mean the, the bitching that would come if you only had two conferences represented by four teams in the whole thing, it would, you'd never hear the end of it. And eh, it's a different year though, man. I mean, how, Ohio how much, State having a star quarterback, I think would make an impact. Maybe, but I mean, how, how can you really bitch if you only get to play five games, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, the Pac-12 is probably not going to have any bitch, and the Big 12 is going to have a two-loss, three-loss team. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that is that. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that Florida can't beat Alabama. No, they could. I mean, Florida they, could beat Alabama. They, like if, they can if, score points if they just have like this a wild offensive day, and Alabama's off their game offensively. The problem is, I, I can't picture a scenario where Florida gets stops against Alabama regularly. That's going to be the problem. Yeah. Florida is is probably the only team I feel like can score consistently enough to stay with Alabama. Clemson on a good day, maybe. Yeah, I, I this doesn't feel like, but I just don't trust their defenses. Well, I, I, Clemson's defense is not what it's been in the past. That's that's a real difference. Well, Ohio State's is certainly not what it's been. No, but I I do like. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know that right now. I can see anybody beating Alabama, but usually eight games in. We say that a lot of years, and you know they wind up losing a game or two. Yeah. But they're not going to have those games to lose. I mean, I think Florida is going to be the only chance. But I, I, I don't know. I, I think unless Clemson can somehow solve its defensive issues, because that's what got him beat against Notre Dame. That kid didn't play bad for him. I mean, he's no Trevor Lawrence yet. But and then on the other side, there's teams like Cincinnati who probably could get some stops against Alabama. But they're scoring probably zero points against that team. I I think they'd get they get points. Uh, I don't know if they'd get enough to 
to stay close, though. I mean, that's a pretty good offense they've got, too, on top of having a good defense. But And now Alabama's defense has been better. Uh, really, I mean, early on, they given up 20, it's, 24 it's really to the, Aggie, 48 to it, Miss. It's the Ole Miss game. That's the game that makes you go, yeah, oh, and, man. And I was the same way. I was like, oh, they're yeah. not very good on defense. And then they give up 24 to Georgia, who's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But but then when the teams got easier, like Tennessee, they held a 17. Miss State didn't score against them. Kentucky the last five teams is average. They've, the la- their last five opponents are averaging 10 points per game. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to who are they playing, which is one of your favorite things, right? And and who's Cincinnati played in their last five? No, but I mean, the, when you talk about you, you no, talk about Georgia's offense and they're kind of meh. Yeah, their, Georgia's offense is literally. I mean, they that they would eat in the AAC. Well, sure they would, but because yeah. they'd be playing against SMU defense all of a sudden. But they'd look. But again, we're talking. About, but you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna criticize the Steelers for who they play. I think yeah. it's fair to look and say, well, Alabama's defense has looked better, but look who they've been playing. Sure. You, you can look at Auburn and say, well, they held them to 13. And LSU got 17 off them. I don't even know how that happened. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess I look at the Auburn game and say, okay, that that's pretty impressive. But, I mean, Mississippi State can't score a lick. Tennessee's awful. Kentucky's. What? Des Bryant has the Roney. So, uh, per his Twitter, he said, tell me why they pulled me from warming up so I can go get tested, and my bleep came back positive. I tested positive for COVID, WTF. Damn. And he was on the field warming up. Got him. Wow. That's not good. Well, what does it do for the rest of the game? Because he's been out there on the field with everybody. Yeah, I guess you play the game, and then everybody tests. Take Des Bryant off your first touchdown list. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think he's going to get it. Oh boy, uh, and I'm I'm not I'm not trying to say Cincinnati belongs in there. I think I've, I'm, I'm being pretty clear about that. I, I think if uh, because they're not going to have, and that's that's one of the things. It's almost like a it's like a Ponzi scheme because we know Alabama's good, so A and M's only losses to Alabama, so they must be good. Florida is uh, their only losses to A and M, so they must be good. Everybody's good. Yeah, you know, that I mean, it is. It's kind of a it is a Ponzi scheme, but you know, I, I do think uh, again, and so much of this has to be. I mean, you look at the quality of wins are going to be more important. And I think that A and M win over Florida is the reason they're there because there's not you don't have the resume. Last year, when you look at LSU and all the teams they beat, oh, yeah. uh, that was as good a resume as you could possibly have. It really was. Well, nobody's well that's have, why we put them down as one of the greatest teams that's ever, yeah. ever been put together. And they still were all out to beat Bama last year. Uh, but having said that, you know, I mean, nobody's going to have that this year. It, it, so it's going to – so one or two big games, and so far the biggest game of the year has been Clemson-Notre Dame. Uh, and then Alabama-Florida, Alabama-Aggie. And that's going to wind up being your defining games. There's just not enough of them. Yep. That's why I want to see Ohio State and A&M. That would have been great. That would it's solve everything. Happen, no, it it's not going to happen. But I wish you'd get together and say, all right, December 19th, here we go. You can go play your Big Ten championship game with Indiana and Northwestern, and we'll play our sixth game against Texas A&M. And guess what? That would, that would solve everything. Yep. Unless Clemson lost and Florida beat Alabama, but then I think Alabama would still get in. 
I, I just think it's set. I, I don't really see a way anybody cracks this. So, uh, you know, Adrian, what are the odds Jerry Jones gave Des the Rona so the Cowboys don't get embarrassed? I don't know. I be, that's got to be a bummer for Des. I'm sure he would have been excited to get yeah. that team. Yeah, that, that would have been. But that's really, that's so unfortunate that you're yeah. out there on the field. God, that is bad. I mean, you basically, you, you had to have at least infected a couple of people. I don't know. Uh, it's. Pro- I mean, you know what? We'll probably find out in three days it's a false positive. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, there is a lot of that. Did you see uh, a lot of speculation that the Colts might be the 2021 destination for Carson Wentz? No. Uh, it's on Pro Football Talk now. I saw a story this morning saying, hey, you know what? This would make a lot of sense. Um, I mean, that's who he had his success under. Yeah. And, boy, if you if you get that guy back, yeah. I, I think the Colts are a Super Bowl contender. Someone's asking if, if uh, the Iowa State jump over Cincinnati is intentional. Yeah. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. And you know what it, what it means is whoever wins the Iowa State-Oklahoma game will finish ahead of Cincinnati. Here, uh, I'll well, say this about it, Oklahoma it, too. Oklahoma, they have, they they haven't lost since week three. They started out poor. They figured something out. Yeah, they might beat Iowa State, and if they do, we're looking at a two loss Oklahoma team. God, please don't put Oklahoma no, in the playoff. Not, they're not going to put Oklahoma but in the playoff. If it's, I think that what they're doing is yes, they're putting up a roadblock for Cincinnati. I don't think they want Cincinnati in the playoff. No, I, I think, but I, I think if they beat Tulsa handily, they'll they'll give them a cute spot. They'll say, "Oh, you were close," but I'm saying if if they beat Tulsa and since or and, and Iowa State, who's already ranked ahead of them, beats Oklahoma, who's better than Tulsa, Cincinnati's not going to jump Iowa State. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they you know, they'll look at it. They, it. It'll be they might give them like a you know it, it's the soccer trophy, right? They, they might say, ah, "Well, you know, you had a nice season, you were undefeated, and and look, <laughs> these teams really have a chance, even though you'll be seventh. Yeah. Yeah, listen, Cincinnati will get a New Year's Six Bowl. That, yeah, that's what should matter. Yeah. All right, that's when you play in these conferences if they, in our Power if they, Five. That's what you're looking if for. They anyway. don't, don't lose to Tulsa. I mean, it's no lock that they're going to beat Tulsa, especially in this season where you knew you weren't going to get to play any Power Five teams out of conference. The best you should have expected coming into the year was playing in a New Year's Six game. Yeah, I, I think what your your hope was that. Some teams would lose a couple games, which they have in the Big Twelve. But the, yeah, but, but it wasn't going to happen. A, a two-loss Big Twelve team is ranked ahead of you. That yeah. tells you, like, it, when you can't play any out-of-conference games, the best you can hope to be is the king of the small schools, the king of the little football players. Yeah. Like, oh, I still, the, I, I still, I like Cincinnati more than I like Iowa State, but I, I see why they're there. And yeah, especially if you beat Oklahoma, I have, I have Iowa State three points better than Cincinnati. I wish they play. I hope. I hope they do play. They might, because that that would be a if they wind up both in a New Year's Six Bowl against each other, that would be a game that would mean something to both of them. I mean, uh, I, when was yeah, the last probably. time Iowa State yeah, made a New Year's Six? Yeah, it's a big deal to them. It would be, uh, except right. for Matt Campbell may leave, but you know. I got to tell you guys about Pajama Graham. You want to get something for your gal this year, and you you like, well, it'd be really easy if I could just order something online. And, oh, well, you can do that at pajamagram.com. It'd be really easy if I could, uh, if I didn't have to gift wrap her present. Well, that's cool because guess what Pajamagram does? 
They gift wrap it for you. They take all the hassle out of it, make it nice and easy. And they've got tons of great stuff for your lady, for your kids, for your mom, whoever, for you. If you want something for yourself, some cozy PJs, they got you covered. Maybe you can get the tempting touch PJs. That would be weird if you're a dude, but if you're a gal, you might like them. Made from micro velvet, a new fabric, silky smooth and addictively soft. And again, free shipping, uh, free free gift packaging when you order now at pajamagram.com. Get her these Tempting Touch PJAMs, your free gift packaging today before the deal disappears. Here's how you do it. Go to pajamagram.com uh, and then tell them when you're there that A.J. Hoffman from ESPN 97.5 sent you. That's pajamagram.com. To get knocked down and buried under the rubble like Bonnie and Betty. Ain't no hello kitty. Cause like Wilma and Fred, we in beds, Workshops, counseling, fuck. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Ain't no mercy. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. One last segment to go. Let's do a little Hey Man Bleep That. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I You know, I'm... I get frustrated with the media and how they present things and how they cover things sometimes. Well, I came across a New York Times column. Hashtag fake news. Uh, and the headline, it's time to scare people about COVID. And the whole thing is about how we should be using fear appeals to scare people into uh, following the rules. Says so maybe we need a PSA featuring someone actually on a ventilator in a hospital. Listen, we've had enough fear. We we have we've had enough things of people getting scared to death with the fact that they don't have jobs or the fact that family members are getting sick with this. And, and I'm not saying we should be dismissive of all of, of what can go wrong with it, but fear propaganda is not what we need right now, in my opinion. My opinion, we need to all kind of chill and look for what positives we can, like these vaccines coming. And maybe the economy trying to bounce back a little bit. And yes, keep telling people it's bad. But fear and advocating fear from the New York Times? To that I say, hey man, f*** that. Mine's about, uh, this is becoming a, a story now. And I, I, I said this at the time. This is It's an absurd thing to, to have to do. And it's happening in England apparently too. The only way to have... Uh, your bars open is if they serve food yeah and there's still people like there's still people who want to just go out and drink they don't want to eat any food they don't want to order a sandwich with their beers so what people are doing is they're ordering food and it's just sitting there on the table and being wasted and now we're wasting food in a time where probably shouldn't be wasting food like i'm no safer if i have a basket of tortilla chips in front of me than i am with 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 a beer by itself like the basket of tortilla chips is not going to uh save me from the rona stop making me waste food to that i say hey man that uh mine is a little bit more recent because i keep my macbook open here during the show to monitor twitch and interact when i need to or ban people who decide to spam the the chat 
or just say something stupid and personal at somebody. Uh, but for some reason, this MacBook, which has been going strong for a while, has crashed three times just during our show alone. Oh, wow. Did you install the new update? I'm doing it now, hoping that that's uh. what's going to fix it. Why didn't you do that a couple weeks ago? Because I've just been putting it off. Don't put it off. That's why they do. They uh, they say, hey, update your computer. Eh, I'm hoping. Eh. I'm hoping this fixes it, and I don't have to come out of pocket <sighs> some, you know, several hundred dollars to fix this thing or buy a new one. But if this doesn't fix it between that and the Christmas lights at my house not working and I have to fix them every day because they keep blowing fuses, I, I want something around me to work correctly for, like, I don't know, a week straight so I can at least call it that. Hey, man, f*** that. I feel the same way about this show. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, one. I don't know if you saw this, but they did the first uh, vaccine dose in England, and it went to a 90-year-old woman. What a waste. I know. I, I'm, I'm, am I wrong? Because that's the first thing I thought. It's like, really? She's already almost dead. I mean, But if she turns into a zombie, she'll be the slowest zombie ever, so we'll be all able all to zomb- run up and All zombies are slow. All zombies are slow. I hate uh, not the ones basketball. from like 28 days later. Those things were fast. Mm. I don't want those zombies. I'll take walking dead zombies, not 28 days or weeks later. I, I don't want any zombies, okay? How about we not zombie? I'm just saying, if it except were to for happen. Rob Zombie, but otherwise, no zombies. Now, I, 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 mean, I don't know. Is that horrible to me that I thought, why, why is a 90 year old getting that? I mean, it's well, a cute listen, little story. Five years from now, you'll, you'll no, you stop, stop. I'm not. I, listen, I'm, I'm willing to wait my turn on this, but yeah, 90 years old. Okay, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Uh. All right, so if you want to hear the Cowboys game, you can go over to 92.5. It, it will be, Provided uh, they actually take the field. Well, oh, did you see what Dez just tweeted? No. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call it a quit for the rest of the season. I can't deal with this. Oh, Dez. Poor Dez. Yeah, don't do that, Dez. Uh, I'm sure he's just disappointed. I he'll mean, he'll be back. It's not like you're going to find another gig. Like, no. No one wanted you for years, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, oh, we'll give you a shot. It's a corona year. We'll give you a shot. You think you're going to come back next year when there's no corona? <laughs> come on. All Only right. And you're here, bro. Soccer matters with the incomparable Glenn Davis coming up next here on 97.5. Cowboys Ravens over on 92.5. And uh, a great show with Glenn planned. Went over everything he's going to have. So uh, for you soccer fans, soccer matters. Glenn Davis matters. You guys got to make the dynamo matter. That's uh, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they basically sold one of the few guys that I actually heard of on their team. So that's, I'm sure that'll be Alexi Lawless, and he'll be on the show tonight. Uh, so there you go. All right, great job today, Aaron. Great job today, AJ. Decent job today, me. We'll do it again tomorrow. Till then, stay Rona free, bitches. for sports is ESPN 97.5.